Welcome to Cowboy Church with your host, Russ Weaver and Susie McIntyre. So sit back and enjoy some good singing, some great testimony, and some good preaching. Welcome to Cowboy Church. Hello, I'm Russ Weaver. And I'm Aubrey Bullock-Nieper, and we're here in beautiful North Carolina for the Cowboy Church's Roundup Revival. You know, we've been here for quite a while now. We have. <laughs> and, and so I'm really excited about tonight. Tonight, I get to actually preach, and yes. you'll be singing. So I'm, I'm really tickled about the message because something, you know, you're reading around in the Bible, mm-hmm. and you, you get to reading, and, and the thought occurred to me, what do you understand about blessing? God's blessings. And blessings, that, that's, yeah. That's what occurred to me. So, so I'm going to ask you the question awesome. because I was kind of, I think I have some concepts of it. Yeah. But I wasn't sure, you know, so I just went the, the typical stuff. So what would you say some of the typical stuff is that? Well, some of God's blessings, I mean, there's definitely something you want in your life and you want God's blessings on what you do and on your plans and on your family and your health. Yeah. And if you get a lot deeper than that, God's blessings are so cool. And, and when you begin to understand God's blessings and you go looking through scriptures on how, how things are supposed to work and how they're not supposed to work, man, God's got some definite, definite things that he says about his blessings. Number one is you can't conjure them up. They have to come from God. And we'll tell you more about that in just a little while, but I'm pretty excited about the message tonight. Me too. So <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna be singing? Do you have any idea? You know, I got, got quite a few uh, songs coming up, but I uh, have to see if we got something to go with some blessings, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you have to look through your repertoire. I'll have to, yeah, see if I can get something to pull well, with that. Well, see if you can get, get some of those that really explain how blessings work, because I might want to add to this. It might not take very long. Anyway, we're here, and we're so glad that you're here with us. We would like for you to just make yourself at home. I know you're at home or your neighbor's house. I don't know where you're at really, but we'd like for you to feel like when you come into the church and come in to be with us at Cowboy Church on TV that you just you just came home and this is a place you like to be Absolutely. and a place where you feel accepted. And, and uh, man, we're glad you're here. We'll be right back in just a minute. from these prison walls I'll fly, I'll fly. 
Jesus is turning the windmills He's turning them out on the plains When Jesus is pumping the water You'll never be thirsty again A lady rode up to the windmill Her heart was heavy and sad sin had been her companion and much of her life had been bad at noontime a stranger came riding up to the windmill that day and asked for a cool drink of water to help him on his way Blessings are, are a wonderful thing. And in Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in, this law, in his law, he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Don't you, don't you like that verse? That description 
is the description of the blessed. And there, there's a lot in that, and there's a lot to be misunderstood in that. But there's a lot that needs to be understood by that. And I think when we as Christians begin to understand what blessings are and what they're intended for, and how they actually operate and how they function, then it gives us, it gives us something in our daily walk where we, there's always something there. Is this, is this a um, instigator of blessings or will this negate the blessings that God wants to give? And in that, they become curses. So it's about blessings and curses and the, the difference between the two. So let's, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you today. Thank you for your blessings. God, we thank you that you have designed us to be uh, in communications with you, and you've designed us to be your kids and your family. And Lord, thank you that you even allow us to be in your presence. Thank you for an anointing on the message tonight. And Lord, I pray that as these people walk out of this place tonight, God, I, put, I pray that you would put in them a determination to be the people who walk in your blessings, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you would just agree that it would be a nice thing to be able to walk in God's blessings? Okay, I'm going to tell you you can. Right now, I'm going to give you a promise that you can walk in God's blessings. There's some ifs that go with it. If you've ever read Deuteronomy chapter 28, you know that there's some huge ifs. And I recommend that you read it because that gives you the, the idea of how God thinks about blessings. How many of you know that there is a thing called darkness, but when you analyze it, darkness is really the absence of light. That's what darkness is, is absence of light. Well, blessings works a lot the same way. Blessings and, and evil are in this world, and evil is actually only an absence of God's blessings being in operation. And, and guys, you are the people, you are the people that God uses to hold back darkness and to usher in the blessings of God. You're the people that this community needs in order for this community to be blessed. You have it here. You have everything necessary right here to completely correct the stupidity in your neighborhood. You have it. But the problem is, is we get caught up in all the riffraff and rigmarole and this and that of all the stuff. But God says, if my people who are called by my name will, it's a huge word, humble themselves and pray. You know, the only reason that there's darkness in our community, the only reason that there's evil allowed in our community is not because of everybody else bringing the bad stuff to our schools and neighborhoods. It's because of us not bringing in and ushering in the presence of God because of our time that we spend in prayer. If you tell me how bad your community is, I can tell you how little your churches pray. I want you to sink, let that sink in. If your neighborhood is a scumbag of the world, it's because your churches aren't praying. But Because the, the Bible says, if my people, 
If my people, it doesn't say the rest of the world, it doesn't say anybody else. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Man, God's blessings are amazing. All blessings originate from God's nature of goodness and generosity. James 1.17, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, is from God. So the, the origin of all blessings is God himself. The generator of all blessings in this world is God. And he distributes his blessings in a variety of manners. But one of the ways that he distributes his blessings is through the people of God. It's your job to bring God's blessings on your family, on your community, on your state, and in our nation. It's your obligation and your opportunity to bring God's blessings in. How do you do that? He said, well, humble yourself and pray. Humble yourself and pray. That says this, when you go to the school board meetings, you don't have to be the guy who shows up in his redneck overalls and starts cussing out everybody because they're doing all the stupid stuff that they're actually doing because you've not brought any blessings into this world. You've just embarrassed and thwarted the plan that God has for us to be the classiest people that walk into the place. God created you not to be a jerk, but he created you to be a classy individual. And he created you in such a way that he gives you by his Holy Spirit and by the power that lives in him and lives in us, he gives you this little thing called diplomacy and class. Doesn't mean you'll ever never get angry. We talked about that last night. Sometimes you do, but in your anger, you still have to respond to the situation the way God wants you to respond to it. And God will, he says, in that moment, I will give you the things to say. And when God gives you the things to say, what happens is there is wisdom and enlightenment in the, your situation and in the place that you've been given, and you can make a difference. I'm going to give you a little idea. My son, I'm proud of him. He's a good guy. His name's Jordan. He's six foot four. I told him he needs to thank me for his height because I had enough foresight into my genetic situation that I married Anna. I could have married a little short girl and he could have been this tall. But I married Anna, so he owes me. I was the only one who had a choice in his height, and I picked Anna, and so he can thank me for his height. He's 6'4", and he's, he's, an, he's an amazing individual. Both of my boys are, but this one in particular, for this moment, I'm going to tell you about him. He lives around Wickenburg. He actually lives outside of Wickenburg, Arizona, where all the team roping goes on. He has a flatbed podcast. If you want to listen to a podcast, it, it's, a, it's a pretty fun podcast. It, and then uh, he's the CEO of the 1017 Project, and what they do is they take roping steers that have been roped out and uh, makes hamburger out of them and fills the food banks. And there's some, there's some people in the Arizona area. Wickenburg happens to be in the same county as Phoenix, and so there's some individuals in Phoenix 
that have a mindset that they don't need to eat. And what I'm saying by that is they're against ranchers and farmers, and they don't realize that everything they eat, uh, they owe to the ranchers and farmers. Well, during the roping season all year long, ranchers and farmers from all over converge on Wickenburg so they can team rope all winter. They have about six to 10,000 people in Wickenburg, and during the winter, it expands to over 40,000 people in town, and they're all team ropers. So there's some individuals there that are concerned that these riffraff team ropers are uh, messing up their community, and they've gone to higher powers to, to go ahead and make sure that they do away with team roping in Wickenburg. Well, they, they told my son he needed to be on a, a steering committee to go see what we could do about this. They put him on the steering committee, and he met with one of the gals that was leading the charge against the team roping. And he asked her what was, what was her major concern, and she began to explain to him about all of the issues. And I don't, I don't know, I don't have all the details of how things were said. But Jordan said to her, he said, well, I think there's a huge misunderstanding. This, this is what I'm talking about. You bring blessings to your community. God will give you the right words. He will give you the genius ideas to bring up the things that make a difference. He says, the, the problem is, is you don't understand the people that are coming here. These people are not out for notoriety. They're the salt of the earth. And they're the people who raise the food that you get to eat. And this is what they do for recreation. This is their off season. And they come to this city and they're a huge blessing to this city. And she disagreed with that and asked him how he could prove that. And he says, well, I will tell you this. That of the steers that they rope, they all have a job. And the job that they have when they're done roping is we use them to feed and stock the food banks in this county. And there's over 400,000, think of this, 400,000 meals or servings of beef that have been handed out in this county in the last year because of the riffraff that you're talking about. She says, that's not true. And he says, I can show you the receipts. And she goes, how come nobody knows about this? Jordan says, that's a good question because they need to know about this. She began to weep, realized that her, her motives were wrong because somebody had enough diplomacy enough hearing from God on the situation that the guys in the, that put the arenas together, they told Jordan, they said, you may have single-handedly saved team roping in Wickenburg. Guys, we're the salt of the earth. And our source is God through the Holy Spirit speaking into our lives and we're made to bring God's blessings into the community. Man, Russ, that was really good. I enjoyed how, how you just talked about, you know, how we can't really bring blessings on ourselves. You know, we can't just pray to God and all of a sudden we're blessed and just, you know, right. treat him like a genie like we talked about last time. But it's just how, how we can actually, when we're disobeying and we're not walking with God, how we can keep those blessings from, from our lives and um, from our situations. Yeah. Well, you've got kids now. I do. You know, <laughs> and it, as parents, our desire is to what? It's 
to bless those yes, kids. Yep. So our blessings are on those kids right now, but there's just certain blessings they can't handle, mm -hmm. you know, and until they get to a certain point, we just can't let them have it because it'll destroy them. Yes, absolutely. You know, if a blessing for a 16 year old is a car, but you don't want to give a car to your- That would not go well right now to my three year old. No, to your three year old, right. it'd be a train wreck. <laughs> so God's blessings are pretty amazing when you get to understand them, yeah. you know. We're so glad you were a part of our Cowboy Church program. We're at the close of our time today and we want to see you next week. Uh, man, send us some emails, send us your, uh, your thoughts. If you have prayer requests, we'd love to pray for you. Remember the finances, that's always a part of it. And you've been so faithful, we appreciate you for that. But this week, just remember, God wants to bless you. It's His good time and our disobedience and our immaturity are the only things that's keeping God from just fully pouring out His blessings on us. He knows what we can handle and He will. He will give us blessings, amazing blessings. We'll see you next week. <laughs>